and right next door to Ridgefield in Reading, uh, Susan Clark, uh, who um, you know has had quite an interesting background. It was mostly she's done a little bit of everything from American Express to hospitality in London. She's been uh, in primarily with the Economist magazine, running global operations, and and uh, also uh, uh, chief marketing officer as well in New, in New York and London and Geneva. Uh, but she has uh, decided that. Uh, she wants uh, some uh, newsprint, uh, you know, uh, journalism to come back to Reading. And, and having been in publishing my life, uh, that's what I did, print. I, I miss print. I'm glad you're, you've resurrected a, a, well, you've not resurrected, you've made your own Reading Sentinel. So tell me about that journey. Yeah. Um, well, print is definitely an unusual thing to be doing in this day and age. I, I recognize that. But yeah. um, Reading needed some kind of common ground, some place for people to get a common set of facts. And print seemed to be the best way to do it. Mm. Um, well, you're off to a fast start. Off to a fast I, start. I read somewhere that uh, you, you put out an issue and 17% of the households uh, uh, took uh, subscriptions. And maybe that's higher probably by it, now. It was 24% by the time wow. we finished with the June issue. That's uh, great. 24%. And... Um, with each subsequent issue, we had more advertisers than we'd had in previous ones, mm. and, and lots of people in town have gotten in touch uh, wanting to contribute articles, wanting us to cover certain topics. Good. So it's really seems to have resonated mm. with, with the community. Well, it's called the uh, Reading Sentinel, and uh, it's, uh, it's off to a really fast start. And it was also, I think there was a nice article in the Washington Post yeah. About uh, yeah, Margaret uh, Sullivan. Yeah, that was uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. So um, I think that writing is lucky because uh, I've I've had a chance to look at a couple of the issues and uh, I, I just think it's um, it, it was sorely missing, you know, um, and, you know, all politics is is local and it really is so so important to have local sources of, of news and communication. And interestingly, we did some research in the beginning, and the one thing, the number one thing that people wanted was news and information about Reading and town government and how everything works mm -hmm. and who's making the decisions and all of that. Yeah. Second to that was information about arts and culture and you know, resources in town, whether it's the library or New Pond Farm. But people really, really wanted to know what was going on yeah. in town management, if you will. And, and how many issues are you hoping to do? Um, you, do you have one coming out Yep, soon? so we took the, the summer off in order to try to get organized for the long term. Mm -hmm. And our next issue is September 1st. We'll be bi-weekly for September and October. And then with the wind at our back, we will yeah. be going weekly from November. So um, we'll be a little bit less frequent around holiday periods and in the summer, but the plan is 40 issues mm -hmm. um, over the coming year yeah. from September 1st. The, uh, the group that used to be involved in some of the publications, was it called uh, was it Acorn, right? Acorn yeah, Media? Yeah, yeah. Are there any people from, from that group that are working with you? Or? Well, I've been, I was fortunate enough to um, spend a little time on LinkedIn when I was setting up the Sentinel and discovered that a couple of the reporters who had been with the Reading Pilot um, were freelancing. So Donna mm -hmm. Christopher and Rocco Veluzzo. Have, oh, I remember have, those names. Yeah. yeah, aren't they familiar names? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So they are writing for the Sentinel right now. We're very fortunate to have them, hmm. along with others, of course. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So do you, do you think there are going to be some other uh, followers uh, around the uh, the area? Have, have other other town townspeople given you a call and picked your brain a little bit about uh, this? Some, well, it's actually been the other way around. Some print yeah. uh, publishers around have gotten in touch and, and very generously said, can I help in any way? Mm-hmm. Is there any nice. information? And so I'm meeting with some of those. I have already met with um, a woman from Red Hook, New York, who has a digital and online publication. She was very curious about why we chose print rather than mm. online. And, and uh, but we're sharing stories. Yeah, so. yeah. No, it's uh, well. I mean, you were you got into digital pretty early. It looks like in terms of when you were at the Economist. Yeah. You know, that yeah. was uh, yeah. when I in my career I, I was always with you know with print and trade magazines for the most part. But when I, I did sell a trade magazine that I owned, and they took it immediately digitally, digitally, you know, yeah. it made sense. Yeah. I mean, it's um, it, it's expensive to print, <laughs> but it's also yeah. really expensive to do online, to do websites. I mean, those True. you know, they, yeah. they need to be updated. They in that um, it just chews up resources. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it, it's. But I, I have your copy right here in front of me somewhere. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I mean, it, it, it looks it looks great, and it uh, some some you know nice reporting. And uh, if people wanted to get more information, what's the best way to to take a look at, at uh, the Reading Sentinel? We have um, basic information on our website. Okay. ReadingSentinel.org um, is the the best place to go. Great, great. Well, thank you all for coming in you know appreciate it uh, yeah i just l- want to say I, i'm a reading resident now and oh you I'm, are okay good. yeah i'm good. thrilled to have the physical newspaper good. again well, thank, thank you, you. thank and, you very uh, we'll much see you next month <laughs> and, uh, you. good luck with the film festival and good luck with the sentinel thanks thank you. thank you steve